welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Hi, it has been a minute. I feel like, um, you know, when you meet a friend you haven't seen in forever and you're in the grocery store or something and you just hug them and squeeze them and you're like, hey, that's the way I feel about you right now. Um, (laughs) It's been a minute since I have recorded a podcast. Initially, I actually meant for this to be a YouTube video um, and podcast. I was going to have my mic right there, too. And... um, I have very curly hair. I will say that first of all. My hair is very curly. And I have at home these water bottles that I keep water in in a couple of my bathrooms to just kind of spritz my hair um, and pop my curls when I need to. And so getting ready to look good for you for my YouTube video, I um, went in the bathroom, spritzed my curls. And I will tell you what I forgot during this um, crazy time we're in, is that in one of the bottles, I painted fingernail polish on the top of it and filled it with ammonia and water. (laughs) And you know what? I got the ammonia bottle and spritzed my curls. And I was like, OMG. So um, yes, I had to rinse my hair. I will tell you, my curls popped. I was like, is ammonia clarifying? I don't know. You know, I clarifying shampoos anyway but I will tell you so that so this has been a crazy time for us all and um this has turned into a podcast only as a result of the ammonia because I had to rinse my hair and all that and I just wasn't in the mood anymore (laughs) quite frankly but I pray that you're doing well um as we're navigating all this I just want you to know that um God is faithful, and I know you know that, but I want you to hear it afresh. The more times you hear it, the more it attaches to your spirit. So I want you to know that God is faithful. He's with you. He is going to never leave you. He's he's never going to forsake you. He's never going to abandon you. He's going to take care of you. And he's going to love you through this entire season. And um, I could finish the podcast with that. But what I do want to remind you of is that the Word of God is your biggest comfort right now. You got to give the Holy Spirit something to work with. Now, if you are keeping that Word of God fresh in your spirit, fresh, fresh in your mind, the Holy Spirit can remind you of it in the moments when you're most excited, most stressed out most concerned, most worried, he's, he can bring that back to your remembrance, okay? So keep a steady flow of God's Word. And I also want you to um, do a self-assessment. Now is a perfect time for all of us to assess where we are spiritually. That's a question I often ask young Christians. Um, where are you spiritually? You know, um, I tell you, a lot of us would have probably given ourselves a lot higher grade before this pandemic happened. Um, I will tell you, when it first broke, I was, I have a prayer room. If you've been reading my blog, you saw a picture of it in Godsy Girl. But I will tell you, when this thing first, I hope you don't hear a lot of noise. I'm moving my mic. Um, When it first broke. I would say at least 14 to maybe 16 times a day, I was in back and forth to my prayer room. Now, I would have my prayer time, but I, that anxiety would hit me. And I would run to that prayer room and close the door and just cry. 
out before God. That's where I would unleash my what I call my crazy, where I'd be like, I'm scared, God, give me your strength. Help me, Lord. What does this mean? You know, what is this? What is this happening? What is happening to us? I would unleash all that doubt and craziness in my prayer room. Okay, um, I would. I would. If you saw me, you would think I was normal me, because um, that's just who I am. Um, I don't fall apart easily, but I do fall apart when I can be vulnerable before my God. And I tell you, I spent so much time running back and forth to that room. Um, last YouTube video I did, I was in that room uh, talking to you. I think I just prayed. But I, I want you to know that you need to see where you are. If you are in a state of panic, your faith is weak. Okay. And I know some people are like, what she say? Oh, no, she did it. Yes, I did. Your faith is small. If, if, in this, if in a time of adversity you faint, your faith is weak. That's not a sin. That's not a sin. That's just a state of being. So if you're finding that you're in a place of anxiety more so than normal and you're not medically induced to have that happen, I want you to really use this time as an opportunity to build your faith back up. Here's the thing. Life distracts us. It makes us so busy. Television distracts us. Um, so many things um, keep us so distracted from connecting with God that uh, we think we're walking, you know, sure, but we're not. We're walking just on niblets. Here's an example. If I saw you and I said, um, hey, um, what did you eat today? And you said, I had a peanut, I had one Dorito, and I had a Snicker bar. Honey, if you eat that way every day, you're going to faint. You're going to pass out. If you live on fly-by prayers while you're driving or fly-by prayers where you're washing dishes, you're going to faint. That's nibbling, <laughs> okay? That's nothing wrong with praying while you do things. You should pray all the time. But those are not going to sustain you. You need designated, set aside time alone with the Lord, okay? That's where you will nourish. That's your spiritual meal. Not you moving things out your garage and praying and considering that time with the Lord. It's not. What if the only time your husband or your, your family members spent time with you was when they were doing something else? How would you feel about that? No, God deserves designated time with you alone, focused solely on Him. Okay? Otherwise, your faith is going to be small. And if you're in if you're not in your Bible, keep feeding that word of God in your mind. Because trials like this that we are all facing will make you question your very sanity. <laughs> It'll make you question what you know to be right. You'll wonder, is it true after all? And that is nothing but Satan's doubt and your logic coming in and messing with your reality. Perfect example, example is Matthew 11. John the Baptist went to prison, right? And his prisons weren't, they weren't like what we have here. I'm sure prison isn't good here in our in the States. But back then, you know how he died. So, you know, prison wasn't a cakewalk, okay? He was probably living in his own, his own refuse. He was probably eating a crumb a day. He was probably beaten. He was probably sick. He was probably going through all this stuff. He was in a trial, honey. And 
in, in Matthew 11, he sent someone to ask Jesus, are you the one or shall we look for another? Now, this is the same cat that early on identified Jesus Christ as the Savior to everybody. Remember, he baptized him. But going through a trial, he had questions. He began to question the truths that he knew. So don't let this trial let you question the truth that you know. You know God is a healer. You know God is a redeemer. You know God is a deliverer, a protector, a provider. You know these things. And here's another point. I have prayed for people and they've gone on to be with the Lord. You've probably seen my YouTube video. And I think I did a podcast on that. So here's the thing. When I pray, I'm going to pray for that person to be rose up, healed in the name of Jesus. Now, if God chooses to heal them on this side of heaven, or he chooses to heal them on the other side of heaven, not my business, I'm still going to pray. So if I pray for someone and they pass away, I'm not discouraged. I'm not going to be putting disclaimers in my prayer, like if it's your will to heal him. No, I'm going to say, raise him up, God, in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over his life, over his body, cause his body to respond to the medical practices. Or Father, if you choose, lean out of heaven and touch him and heal him and supernaturally make him whole again. That's the way I pray. So if someone tells me they have COVID, I'm going to be fasting and praying. Seriously. And believe in God that they are going to be healed on this side of heaven. And that's the way we pray. But I'll tell you, it is hard and it's a battle and it's a fight. And you will not be able to complete this battle and survive this battle if you're not spiritually nourished in your Bible. And now's the time. What else are you doing? Come on. You're working at home. You can take a break or you're not working at all. Even more of a reason for you to immerse yourself in the Bible. If you don't understand things because you're too stressed out or you're too alarmed, it's okay. You're building that muscle. You're building that faith. Go over into the Psalms and just start searching the Psalms for words of God that will encourage you, that will sustain you, that will comfort you. You'll find them in the Psalms. There are times where I'm just too um, beat down to read Mark <laughs> or the gospel of or anything else. I need to be in the Psalms where I can find a scripture in a moment's notice to sustain me to get through the next hour. That's where you got to be because baby, this is the real deal. You're in trial mode now. Your faith is going to be tested. Okay. Be prepared for it. Be prepared for it. Do not be walking in fear and anxiety because, honey, people are watching you. Those same people in your family who know you're a Christian, even though you stop partying with them and you start stop hanging out with them and doing the things and getting out with them. All those people are watching you now to see how you're going to react to this. And if you're reacting the same exact way they're reacting, honey, you're never going to draw them because they're going to ask themselves, she's just like me. She's panicked as I am, yet she gets up and she ministers, she sings, she does this, she does that. She reads her Bible and all this and quoting scriptures and this happens and she falling apart. I don't want what she wants. Where's the Buddha? <laughs> that's what they're thinking. I'm being silly, but that's what people, this is life or death. That's what people are thinking right now. 
So you stay strong in your witness and you save your crazy for your prayer time. That's when I go crazy. Jesus, I scare. Help me, Lord. I don't do it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm being incredibly silly. I don't. That's not the place to do it. I don't do it in the ear of people who may have weaker faith. Don't do that. Stay strong and say, God's got this. All right. If nothing else, just speak it in faith and then go in your prayer room, girl, and build your spiritual muscle. I can't, I don't go to the gym. I ain't been to the gym in about four years. That's one of the reasons when I walk, things move because those muscles aren't firm. They're not built. I haven't invested the time to build those muscles. God knows I need to help me, Jesus. But I will tell you, you have to build your spiritual muscles so that you'll be fit and firm and ready to handle all these attacks that the enemy is throwing at us right now. All right. So mentally, I want you to assess where you are mentally, spiritually. I want you to take care of yourself while you're eating, um, what you're eating rather during this time. I haven't been the best at it um, and I feel really bad about it now. But I heard something on Dr. Phil, who I don't even watch, but I was working and, you know, TV was still on in the background. And he said, we are going to come out on the other side of this thing. How do you want to come out of it? Do you want to come out of it unhealthy, high blood pressure, gained a lot of weight? Or do you want to come out of it being your best self? And I decided I'm going to still have a Dorito here and there, but I'm going to come out of it my best self. So today is my first day of really getting myself together. That clicked when he said that. Um, so yeah, so I'm cutting down these carbs and I, I don't want to come out of it um, proving that I wreaked havoc on my body. So take care of yourself physically. That's going to help your immune system too. So take care of yourself physically. Trust God. Feed yourself a constant IV drip of his word, of worship music, okay? And build your spiritual muscles now. Because what if this is just round one, not of the disease, but of a spiritual trial you have to endure? What if something bigger is on the other side of this, something harder? I want you to be ready. And God is giving us time now to be ready. So take advantage of it. Thank you for listening. I love, love, love you. And don't forget, as I'm talking to you, I'm always talking to myself too. I talk to you actually the way I talk to myself. My son and I were talking the other day and laughing because he was talking about, we were talking about the Holy Spirit, how he speaks to our spirits and talks to us. And my Holy Spirit came out of the hood because he'll be like, shut up, don't say that. Or if I'm getting ready to post something on Facebook um, that I think is funny, or even if it's one of those fearful stories that the press puts out, I will literally in my spirit, he'll hear the Holy Spirit say, stop that, close that window. That's the way he talks to me. <laughs> And so my son and I were laughing, but I, I know my friends tell me sometimes Holy Spirit will be like, daughter, don't do that. My Holy Spirit tells me, shut up, Terry. Don't you dare say that. I promise you, that's the way I hear it in my spirit. And so, <laughs> and so, um, and you heard how I, I, I have a way of, of, of paraphrasing scripture and that's the way it comes back to me, you know? Um, so yeah, so I, I, I want you to, um, <laughs> I want you. I didn't want to beat you up um, without beating myself up. Um, so we're going to hang on and we're going to trust God and we're going to come out on the other side of this thing like Dr. Phil and Hitset. And on the other side of this thing is victory for us.
in the name of Jesus. And it's going to be a testimony for us um, and, and our legacies for our children and our friends. How do you want your friends to say you behaved during this? How do you want your kids, when they're talking to their kids, to say how mama or grandma behaved during this pandemic? I want my babies to say, I was praying. I was hollering before the Lord. I was holding it down. I kept this house going, right? I played praise music so that I can not only brainwash myself <laughs> but and feed my spirit, but also feed the spirit of the people in this house. I want them to say, Grandma had faith in the name of Jesus, and she was faith-filled, no meltdowns, you know, and guess what? Grandma melted down. Speaking of me, I melt down, but guess where I melt down? I told you in my prayer time. But when I'm up and at them, faith, baby, Jesus Christ and love is his banner over me. And it's his banner over you too. So you think about this. What legacy are you trying to leave? Okay. How do you want your kids and your husband to say you manage this? For me personally, my husband's going to say, she encouraged the heck out of me, right? She fixed my meals. She took good care of me. She spoke nothing but faith to me. Now, Holy Spirit will say, Terry came in there every three or four or five, every few hours, crying, laying and getting strength from me. <laughs> and that's okay. Anyway, check out Godsy Girl. Dot com. I would love for you to check it out. Going to be adding recipes and making it more of my lifestyle and clothes. And we're going to talk a lot of stuff on Godsy Girl. But I'll always talk about Jesus Christ and his strength. That'll never change. Also, I want you to um, definitely visit my shop. I have found vendors who are in the central U.S. Um, you know, population is a little bit different. Risk is, a, is much lower. So um, I've gotten rid of all of my West Coast, sorry, vendors and far east coast vendors because um just because there are some doubts still in people's minds um so yeah so you can still get a gazi girl t-shirt and um enjoy sporting that i've even been wearing my faithful t-shirts around the house i have and normally i don't because i'm scared i'll spill bleach on them or something when i'm doing laundry <laughs> or something but no everybody looks at me needs to see faith while we're going through this pandemic. And I'm one of those people that I'm staying in. You know, I'm keeping my behind in. Uh, it's kind of like when they when they get a new iPhone out. I never buy the iPhone immediately because I want to give them a chance to work out all the bugs. Same here. I ain't going nowhere for a minute. Okay, um, that's just the way it is. But I'm supporting the grocery stores and I may start um, intentionally supporting the super, uh, not supermarkets, the restaurants. Because um, even if I don't want to eat it, <laughs> I might throw it away. But I want to do my part to support that industry as well. But um, but I'll tell you, you know, hey, you can still get a Godsy Girl t-shirt. You can still read Godsy Girl. I'm all over Pinterest. You can find me on Pinterest. And um that's it. I love you, and I want to thank you for listening. You stay encouraged, Godsy girl. God's got you. He's got me, and there's victory in the name of Jesus. So hold on and hold fast to your victory. I love you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget you can find me on Facebook at Godsy Girl Living Life His Way or on Instagram as Godsy Girl Is Me or even you can find me on Twitter at Godsy Girl. And don't forget, visit the Godsy Girl Tees, awesome, cute Christian t-shirts just for you. Again, thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.